Hey, this is Ashley. We wanted to share a quick preview of a discussion that we had with a fellow Virginian podcaster. We talked with Jill Hames of the Connections podcast. Their, their podcast is Connections, a podcast of the James L. Hamner Public Library. And Jill has some great episodes on there that talk about things related to books and the connections between the many things that are happening in our world and their library. And so we had a chance to talk with her. Our discussion focused on middle grade books that are often recommended to students, but are classics. And Jill and the three of us talked about updating those classics, and we talked some titles and some topics that we think are great for middle grade readers who are looking to go beyond those classic texts. So this is a quick preview that we're sharing with you. And if you are interested in listening to the whole conversation, then you can check out the link in our show notes, or you can search for the Connections podcast in your podcast catcher to listen to the whole conversation. Also this coming Monday, we have bookish faves every Monday on our website. And so this Monday, we will be focusing on some middle grade texts. So if you're interested in getting a long list, be sure to check that out at unabridgedpod.com. And be sure to let us know your favorites at social media at unabridgedpod or on our website in the comments. So without further ado, here is a quick peek into our conversation with Jill. In this section, we're talking about Gary Paulson's Hatchet. I love middle grade and YA literature. It's my favorite thing to read. So. <laughs> so let's talk about Hatchet, which is like if you have a boy who doesn't really want to read, the first thing people say is Hatchet. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a great story, but there are also other great stories. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I have to say. So I said I always taught juniors and seniors and I would inevitably have several students every year who would say that Hatchet was the only book they had ever liked. And they just, every year they would reread that book. Sometimes they would want to read it over and over because they just had a hard time. I mean, it was always like my personal challenge to find another book that could live up to Hatchet for them. And sometimes it was pushing them just like thinking about how tough you need to be, the whole survivalist element of Hatchet. And sometimes it was just about saying, well, let's try something new. So I had one group of boys. This was early when I started reintegrating young adult literature into my classroom who I got hooked on the Hunger Games, which Mm -hmm. on the surface has absolutely nothing to do with Hatchet. It was just that they wanted a plot that moved, that there was a ton of stuff going on. And that was really all they needed. They just didn't know it. I do think there are other kids, especially in our area, who are very committed to that sort of outdoorsy Mm -hmm. survivalist, like how do you get through the woods? And so for that kind of kid, like a book like Clara Vanderpool's Navigating Early might be a great choice, which is about two boys in a private boarding school, which a lot of my students would not have been able to relate to, but that they are in a canoe headed down the river. And so I think just thinking about whether the connection is the type of reading that it is, or if it's that topical thing, it, it might be a different key for each kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are a lot of books out there about nature that or about survival. And I do think that making bridging that gap between realistic fiction and dystopian fiction is a great 
connection for kids because it is a nice step, but not an impossible one. And so I feel like that's a great way to move them into anything that is focused on, I mean, the Divergent series was really popular with our students. Anything that's focused on grit, on being strong, on Mm -hmm. learning to take care of yourself, I really resonate for kids. And so I do feel like any way that we can kind of help them open up into more genres is a great thing. Because like Jen said, I mean, I had students who would read anything by Gary Paulson, but they, and and his books are great, Mm -hmm. but then it was hard to get them to transition to other authors. And so I think just, you know, thinking about how do we help them move toward different genres so that they have a wider range of choices is Mm -hmm. really powerful. And for sure, something like the Hunger Games would be so inviting for students to read because it is fast moving and Mm -hmm. action packed. And yet it is opening up this idea of world building, which is sometimes very new for kids and can help them. They have to go in that direction. I just think that it's really nice to give kids more options and that that is a way opening up to different genres. There's a way to do that. And if you can do that in a way that helps them have more to read and more to access, then that's really great. Yeah, I think I think with the Hunger Games that also having follow up books after is really powerful because I actually taught the Hunger Games when I was in eighth grade English and it was before the movies came out. So there was not so kids didn't know the story. And I had several students who loved Gary Pawson, loved Hatchet. They kept reading Hatchet and Brian's Winter and all of these over and over. And so I wrote a grant for a classroom set of the Hunger Games and my kids loved it. And they, and then it also gave them, we read the first one together, but then they gave them this natural progression for at least two more books because they were so interested in the story. So I think any way that you can give a student a book and then also have some follow-ups that are mm-hmm. a natural progression. I think that is your, you're only winning as a teacher if you can do that. Yeah. Cause sometimes that's the hardest thing is just to fig- help a kid figure out what the next read is. So like mm-hmm. you said, Sarah with hatchet. Okay. So what's the next Gary Paulson book you're going to read? But then eventually you run, <laughs> you run out <laughs> of Gary Paulson books. So he has a lot, but not enough that it's going to take a kid through the rest of his or her life. And of course, we're always trying to build readers, not just students who are reading in our classes. And so I think teaching kids, hey, there's a great thing about a series or I I have tons of auto by authors. So, you know, you have this auto by author. Let's try to find you another auto by author. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we when Jen and I were at Broadway High School, we both were there when we did Divergent by Veronica Roth. And similarly, I mean, I think that the kids just absolutely loved it. It was really nice because it it can, a lot of these can span a really wide age range. And so I think that's really nice. And it was another time where they could get involved in a series. And I have to say that for myself, I did not love the other books as much as I loved the first. But for kids, that was just not a deterrent. I mean, a lot of them read the whole series, even though it was not required and had this really great experience. And I think that's because they feel loyalty to the characters. They are connected to the world. And again, I think that anytime we can give them that immersive experience where they really are just in it and loving it, that that's really powerful. And that again, I mean, I think Gary Paulson is great, but there are not tons and tons of realistic fiction nature books coming out all the time. And so I think helping them to find some other, like I said before about the genres, helping them to find other genres that have similar themes, but are more prolific, like there's more prolific writers in it, it can be really helpful. Yeah. And that's how, as a librarian, if somebody says, you know, I really loved Hadjit, what else do you have? Uh-huh. Ask them, what did you like about it? 
Thanks so much for listening. And again, if you're interested in hearing the whole conversation, be sure to look for Connections, a podcast of the James L. Hamner Public Library to hear that full discussion. The title is, Is There Anything Newer? And also be sure to check out our bookish faves over on underbridgepod.com. Thanks.